Welcome back to the deck. It's a chilly night for episode six, Return of the uh, Return of Deck Nights. <laughs> Mikey uh, and TP sitting up top. A little later than usual. It is, you know, it's just, uh, there's a reason for that, and what would that reason be? Because you sloughed off during the Reds game. Well, that's exactly the reason. And uh, had to get some work done before well, we could get going here. I had a situation where I was supposed to get some stuff done for work before tomorrow, and I didn't think the damn game would go <laughs> to the 13th inning. Go to 5 o'clock. And... I was captivated, and I literally, I think, at one point left the game because this went to extra innings. It was zero to zero. Uh, we had an amazing pitching performance by Trevor Bauer and the bullpen. And the bullpen, and I literally was on a text chain and I asked them if I should leave to change the mojo a little bit to so work, <laughs> and, and for offensive purposes. And they had loaded the bases. And seven minutes later, I came in, and I came in, and they blew it again. <laughs> they, yeah, they. Uh... Did not get any runs across. I mean, bases loaded a couple times with one out. So, needless to say, I was a little infuriated, and I really didn't get anything. This is not a happy deck. No, it's not a happy deck. It's a bad night when it's a when it's an unhappy deck. Sad deck. Sad deck. Uh, so, I didn't get my son, so I ended up going back to the office tonight and working and yep. getting some food. And a little later, but uh, damn the Reds. Damn the Reds. Uh, I mean, I was so excited for MLB playoffs, which was great. Not since 2013. Yeah, well, I mean, all these other teams are like, Minnesota hasn't won in this many years. And they're out. I can't believe that. They had such a good team. Minnesota. And, and at home. Their home record was ridiculous. And of course it's to Houston, which everyone hates. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, Would love to see. And uh, the Marlins won't beat the Cubs for the first time That's in like good. 15 years. That's exciting. That was great. And But the Cardinals won. Yeah. Cardinals. Cardinals just find a way, don't they? Certainly always do. It's um, so depressing. So, uh, I did want to lead off with sports because we had some critical thinking about whether or not it applies to a uh, broad base. But we are who we are. We are who we are. This is it. We, we, this is what we talk about. So, uh, that's like the big moment of the, the, the week. If you're, you're along for the ride, you're along for the ride. That's right. If you want to listen <laughs> to us, all five of our listeners. Yeah. You want to stick it out? All right. You're going to listen <laughs> to what we have to say. Did, did we have? Uh, did we still maintain our? our I lied. There were. I think it was up to five. Five to five. Up to five. Five, Sighting, five becomes time. five becomes ten in like a year. Hey, uh, keep on keeping on. At some point, we're going to do a giveaway. <laughs> uh, so, talk to me. How was your week? Besides uh, today. Um, yeah. So I guess last Wednesday. So I was all excited about my flag football game on that uh, next Thursday. Remember? Is it this next Thursday? No, I had my, we had my first one last Thursday. Okay. And of course, I'm the quarterback, and uh, it's hard to get the quarterback. I'm the quarterback, the QB. That's you know? it. Yeah. Do you pull we'll all the chicks? Plot till the end. Do you pull all the chicks? Of course. There she goes. But um, we won 42-32. A good game. Arm feels good. Um, you know, this is, I don't know what year this is. It's got to be close to 20 seasons. But uh, hey, um, keep and keep keep chugging if I, along. If, I, if the arm feels like this, I'll, I, of course, you again, COVID was great. I lost 20 pounds. And, did nothing but work out, so, so I'm, you're I'm, in the, I'm in the best shape I've been in the last <laughs> 20 years. So, uh, yeah, who knows? Like Are you the Ryan years. Fitzpatrick of the? Uh, I am the uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. You just need to go away. A gigantic ass beard for your face. Yeah, you need to work on the that. Tom Brady, the Brett Favre. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and then Friday night, got the, you know, I was trying to get you to go out in the COVID will go, go down the banks and watch that. Uh, I was reluctant. The, the uh, clinching game. Uh, yeah, you were. Didn't join me. We had a good time down at uh, the old I mean, Ten, well, ten How good was that? It was fine. 
the, the band was okay. It was kind of a lot of country music thrown in. There, I'm were, getting to a point here. How good? How good did it end? Oh no, I got I got blotto. I uh, barely made it in the Uber and got back and well, there was something that happened. What happened? There was some guy with a camera. Oh, well, you know, you just you looked over and the, the guy was just like this, pretty much like. So he was dead. show like he was videoing you. D- just dry, just d- dancing or hanging out or these with these girls. Why or did he? Why probably did he, looking at staring at Carlson just like dance like a a crazy woman. Just like a like a bunch of. Were you dancing like a white guy? <laughs> I'm sure I was since I'm Caucasian. Hey. That is true. Um, so that's so you so you went down to the banks and there was a little uh, because there's a, there's a good goodly crowd. Goodly crowd. Yeah, but it you know, was they, exciting. They, Everyone was good, and then you uh, you just got to the point where you just couldn't couldn't, couldn't make it for the rest of the night. So I uh, shamed a guy because everybody at the table was drinking Miller Lite, which is my beer, right? Correct. And he was drinking Bud Light. And I go, "You're all your friends drink good beer. Why do you drink this shit beer?" <laughs> 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 so. Uh, he thought his manhood was being uh, oh, questioned. Oh, so this is what happened. Uh, yeah, so he's... Is this a friend? Uh, I, I met him, you know, through uh, my co-worker who was down there, and um, he orders us two uh, shots of Woodford Reserve. Wait, why do you do a shot of Woodford Reserve? I don't know why that's the play. I go, oh, dude, I'm just calling your beer shitty. I'm not questioning your your manhood. <laughs> oh, God. He goes, no, we're going to do shots of Woodford. And I was like... You know, couldn't it be Jameson? I mean, like, I feel like Jameson's something you shoot, and that's incredibly manly. Or I go, I go this is sipping whiskey. But that's exactly what that is. Whatever. And then, and then, of course, there's uh, two or three other shots, you know, fruity stuff that the girls got. And he didn't order that because no. that, that would literally a, call into his manly. We were we were a party of like seven or eight, and I knew two or three. But it was a good time. Okay, so so it ended well. It did, but yeah, I mean, you definitely some some dude was at one point, you know. And take a Snapchat or something of, of he thought that I was being uh, I will say that, you know as your partner up here on the deck there were some texts saying that things were getting out of control and <laughs> that you had to get home and so uh, I'm glad you made it home I'm glad I made it home too I'm glad they won and I'm not glad what happened today yeah. that's where I'm at my weekend was pretty simple yeah I uh, I don't know what I didn't do anything on Friday because I was afraid to go down to the bank <laughs> right you were invited uh, I was a little bit of a uh, wuss yeah it's uh, okay though I enjoyed their, their clinching and then Saturday I went to a friend's house to watch the Canes who whooped up on Florida State yeah who went from three weeks ago being ranked to good. number eight in the country and have a date with Clemson in about two weeks go you uh, go you <laughs> uh, it's all about the you uh you know, and uh, we whooped up on our, our rivals, Florida State, which was glorious. Was this um, like a watch party? It's like a bunch of you, Alama, by chance? It was a watch party with me. Okay. And three of my friends who supported me. But they're not from uh, So we ordered some Pepin Dolores, which is a great Italian joint in Cincinnati. Oh, free plug. All right. And, yeah. <laughs> someone's I, If they pay me with pasta next time, I'll be good. <laughs> and so we went to my friend's house and... Amberley Village and watched the game outside and uh, I we were also celebrating the unveiling of the whiskey of choice tonight which is which is OKI bourbon oh nice the return of OKI there you go I have a good friend who's bringing it back and we had a good amount of different whiskeys and I felt great (laughs) until Sunday yeah and then Sunday happened yeah. Which just so happened to be the Jewish Day of Atonement on Sunday night. The Yom Kippur. Right? Yom Kippur. That's correct. Not well, Yom Kippur. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Three points to my partner. <laughs> yes. Uh, which, note to self, 
When drinking a lot the night before, it dehydrates you so that when you fast, it's a lot harder. <laughs> Don't do that. Maybe drink I, water like, the night before. Literally a good idea. Right. Uh, but now, how did that go? Explain to me what actually is, because I, I, I heard of. Right. You know, but I don't know anything. So, about. for those that don't know, I am Jewish. Shocking. <laughs> That's um, yeah. And the two biggest Jewish holidays of the year happen within ten days. It's the Jewish New Year, which is Rosh Hashanah, and the Day of Atonement, which is ten days later, uh, which is a day to atone for all the sins. It's kind of like a wash your soul. Kind of You're explaining like if I if you were. Uh, Something that has something against you or holds something. Don't. So I ask for forgiveness from all my friends. <laughs> and some of them say no. Just rough, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them are sitting there like, let me think about it. <laughs> I have to, I literally call up friends and say, if I've done anything in the past year to offend you, please forgive me. Um, because you're literally supposed to address each individual. Like, you're supposed to think about things that. And you had just stood me up. I did stand, yeah, and I just stood you up. Did so I it was kind of tough. Forgiveness? It was tough. Oh, that's right. You weren't sure about it. Yeah, I'm on the fence still. Yeah, no. Are you, well, you've got to let it go because I'm past. This is a new year, and that was so last I year. Wait, I got to wait 365 days. You do. You do. And then I'll have to ask again. <laughs> um, so you fast. Uh, those that are diligent okay. that do, not all my friends do, and that essentially means you don't drink or any water or eat anything for 24 hours. You have like three or four times to go to synagogue, which is at night and the day after. And then you eat a lot of food the next day in celebration of the, that you've made it. Okay. Made it. So, right. and you really think about all the things that, um, spend a lot of time thinking about things that you could do better, things that you haven't done, things right. that you, you know, uh, if you've offended anyone and stuff like that. Okay. It's a lot of in, inner reflection. Not a bad thing to do a in lot general. Of it, I have had a lot of reasons to reflect. <laughs> sure. I think we all do. I will tell you who had to ask for my permission oh, yeah? for forgiveness. Who was that? 2020. 2020? 2020 had to ask for forgiveness for me because fuck you, 2020. Did you? And yes, uh, I just said that. Did you grant 2020? Hell no. No? No. I'm no. holding on to that. Stonewalled him? No. Although, without 2020, we wouldn't have deck nights and all our right. fans. So. <laughs> all five of you. Uh, so, so that was that. So that, that was, was that. my weekend. Okay. And yeah. Then. And then today. Uh, the, the Reds need my forgiveness too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, I played a scramble on Sunday, at Lasting Point, with some uh, buddy of mine and uh, two other randos I had just met. But we had a, a, a good showing. It was one of those where you have uh, you haven't played a lot of scrambles. I would assume golf. Scrambles. I like scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs, yes. Um, so it's one where you had like the, the gimmicks where you could um, continue a shot with a throw sure, or sure, a kick sure, or play it for the ladies' tee um, or um, uh, take a mulligan. And so you paid an extra 20 bucks, donated whatever towards the cause, and then you got, you know, four, each person got four extra shots. So with that, we got to 16 under. Uh, we figured we had to get to 20 under to win and 18 won, so we came in second. Okay. Did you get a little cup? No, I don't think so. I, I got out of there before the, the last Steve team finished. Card? I don't think we got anything. Did you get a free golf ball. Uh, my man didn't tell me we won anything or not. So well, maybe he hoarded it. It was just for the, you know, it's for the kids, bro. It's for the. I understand it's for the kids, but when you win, you want to like. Well, we came in second, so. Well, second is the first winner. <laughs> the second first, winner. First loser. First loser. So that was Sunday. Monday. Football. Did you watch any Monday night football? Oh, well, you know, let's talk. about I, the I did watch season. some of that because I was kind of intrigued in Mahomes. There were some great games this week, and then you had. Uh, Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes. On Monday, yeah. 
and that was pretty great. And Sunday night was, uh, I think, uh, probably the best team in the NFC, which is Seattle, which is my second team. Are they, no. they, they beat up on the Cowboys. That wasn't uh, Sunday night. Was that Sunday afternoon? Sunday afternoon. It was Sunday night, another great game. Uh, it was uh, Packers. Saints. Great game. Great weekend. Great weekend of sports. Aaron Rodgers versus uh, Drew Brees. It's yeah. Now, have you read much up in this COVID with Tennessee? Have you got much into that? You um, know, I think that came players. out today. Yeah, did, like, let's talk about COVID of the week. <laughs> yeah. The COVID story of the week is that the Tennessee Titans, like, five people were... Eight. Eight. Five of the front office, three of the players. Is that how it worked out? I, don't I know. think so. I don't know. I don't know. So, I don't know. So, they canceled a couple games this weekend, or they postponed them? One of which is the Steelers. And you can't play doubleheaders, so I don't know how they're going to make these up. If they're gonna Maybe like a Thursday night? A Do Thursday? they have an off week? Maybe? Well, yeah, we got to make sure their, their off weeks marry up, because they could be different. Not that they're really the same. interesting. Yeah, so I don't know how they're going to figure this out, but definitely... Uh, that would have been a good topic wild. for us to research a little bit. We could have looked into that, but that's uh, that's uh, what you get uh, here. You get the poor journalism. You literally get whatever we have <laughs> yeah. at the moment. Uh, I was actually told uh, by one of our uh, listeners that I should uh, do a little more research and get be a little more prepared. Why would we do that? <laughs> right. And take away from the offense. It's because she called us out on one specific topic that we didn't know the... All the... What was it again? Oh, God, I forgot. Was it Brianna or something else? It may have been Brianna. Yeah, we definitely probably didn't have the well. But, look, but I'm a conspiracy theorist. So I'm a, I'm over here just thinking like, what other crazy stuff could have been, been the reason why they did this that. This is we're general populous America, right? This is what our this is what our podcast is. And then, so I don't know if you want to jump into the debate right now. You know what? I do want to jump in the debate because you're going to have to carry us there. I didn't obviously be an independent non-voter that so, I am. Didn't let's watch a talk about the debate about and feel great about it. Go ahead. Uh... I think the best quote that I saw about the debate was, this is a dumpster fire in, inside of a shit, uh, a shit show inside of a thing. Right. It was the worst debate in the history of... Basically. Yeah, that was, <laughs> A, was an embarrassment to our country. B, it was like the most uncomfortable thing I've ever... It was like train wreck. <laughs> like, I couldn't, couldn't watch it look away. Right. Um, I remember getting on a text with a couple other friends last night and one of my friends was like I, I'm not watching and I was like interesting and she goes I just don't want to be gaslit because I already know who I'm going to vote for right which I think 99.9% of the people who watch know who they're going to vote for correct that's uh, um, but no. what? and so what happened was uh, was interesting within the, f- the first five minutes was like okay like they're they're talking there was some interruption and the next 90 minutes was literally Donald Trump barking at Joe Biden the entire time, like the most uncomfortable, like literally wouldn't let the man talk, and Joe Biden stumbling his words for, for about <laughs> 90 minutes, and I've had this, so so people were sitting there and they're like saying, well, I don't think either of them won the debate, which I think is an accurate statement, but what I do think is that Donald Trump did nothing to, in fact, he reinforced who he is. Right. Which is, you know, maybe that's what he wants with his base, but he certainly didn't change the perspective or move the needle as far as, like, people, you know, people who are tired of it are going to be even more tired. More tired, yeah. Uh, The difference that I feel is, I'm going to ask you this question. Imagine you being on a debate stage or, like, somewhere and talking to someone and someone yelling in your face for 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. Would that that ruffle your feathers? It would definitely, uh, 
not be an ideal situation. Yeah, no, I would. So, so you've got a guy who's who has a speech impediment, who clearly is like, you know, I think that was his game plan. Donald Trump wanted to show that this man is unfit in the sense that he can't carry a sentence. Mm-hmm. When he did, Joe has a speech impediment. He does. Okay, is a stuttering issue, or he did. Um, is it okay? Go on. And I think he's overcome it, but I mean, clearly, when you're being hassled, when you're being flustered, bullied, flabbergasted, what's let's call it exactly what it was? It was bullying, right? Um, he bullied him the entire time. It's like imagine you being in high school and like being thrown against the lockers by that bully. That's who he is, right? That's and is. like, and that's who, and that's what the base wants him to be, and right? And so, what I think he was trying to do is just show him, show them, a he's the bully, right? B you know, like, this other man can't handle it and can't handle the heat, so get out of the kitchen. Right. Um, but every time he had an opportunity to talk, he made really good points. Or, for the most part, made some pretty damn good points, at least from my perspective. Sure. Um, and I don't think Donald Trump made one one <laughs> reasonable point. Right. And Donald Trump doubled down on, and refused to, A, disavow... Oh, white supremacists. White supremacists. I heard that. He invoked the good boys, or whatever they are, to stand up or stand by, which is, you know, come on, man. Like, it's almost like, you know, get ready, stand by. It's like, if this doesn't work to my advantage, then I'm going to, you know, like... Call on you. Call on you to be you. Yeah. So, I had a conversation tonight, and I know I'm talking a lot, and you can jump in whenever you want, with a friend of mine who said to the fact, like, where do you think there's going to be more issues if Donald Trump gets reelected, or if Joe Biden gets elected? If Joe Biden gets elected. If Joe Biden gets elected, we're in trouble. We are in trouble as a nation. And I want it to happen, but yeah. I think that he's going to... Right. And here's my thing. I watched uh, a documentary, I think we may have already talked about it, the one that uh, uh, terrorism, close calls, I don't know if we talked about it on the air or not, but I'm, I'm not sure. But it basically just shows like how the FBI, CIA, all, you know, all the intelligence agencies really across the, the, the globe were like monitoring emails, phone calls, texts. We'll talk to you about that. So, and we, and we did talk about that. And they, I have something they've, to talk to you they've about squashed last several, um, you know, really bad threats. Like, really bad. Could have been, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of people dying. So, but they, you know, the, the moral of the story was that white supremacists are the biggest threat to the, to the country. And why aren't we squashing that? Why is well, that because, still? Let's see. The a president thing. of the United States. And, exactly, and you're that's literally incurred. Like in history, I've never heard someone say he couldn't de- denounce the KKK. <laughs> he couldn't denounce. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's like, not a good human. But he's a terrible human being. So, so the so the girl that I uh, uh, went golfing with tonight and had dinner with, uh, we talked about. It. She watched the debate with a couple, uh, a couple friends, and the friends were pretty much you know liberal Joe Biden's, and she is taking the stance that, you know, she did her research, she, she uh, looked up the topics that she wanted to cover, and she read, the, you know, why we got all the, the Paris Agreement, and she feels like, you know, comparing the two, that she would go there and vote for Donald. And she's scared to tell her friends that, because most of her friends... She should fr- be. <laughs> I'm friends. sorry, she should be. Right. And, uh, you know, and of course, me being the, the independent, I just let her go. She definitely was getting defensive, and I go, you know, blank, I'm not going to mention her name, I'm saying, you know... I don't care what you do, who you vote for, but I can tell that you're getting, you know, you're you're bu- you're building a case for somebody else. Don't you have to talk about talk my, about my perspective is that like that like, to me. I truly, and I've talked to Republican. I had a good friend of mine who's a Republican who switched over before the Donald Trump thing, 
and her her beliefs align with Republican ideals. Mm-hmm. But if your face of your party is someone who is divisive, who's someone who's angry, who's someone calls to action, the like he, he the he, extreme right. So so then you lose all of the focus of like your ideals of your party. So right. if, if the Paris Accord is something you don't agree with, if you don't agree with the new Green New Deal because you're afraid of these things, you know, fine. But the problem is the face of your party is a evil, divisive, <laughs> right. angry, race baiting, xenophobic, homophobic, <laughs> uh, right. anti Semitic. Mm-hmm. Even though he has a daughter who's married to a Jewish I mean like literally everything you could be with an etiquette out of it. <laughs> right. Uh, or ism. Yeah, no, he's anti. Yeah. Um, oh shoot, I had a point and I lost it. So I want to tell you this, which was really interesting for my evening last night as well. So I'm, I'm texting with a bunch of people. I had a meltdown on in the middle of this debate because I literally lost it with this whole thing. Mm-hmm. It, I just was making me angrier and angrier. And I have a friend, and she was losing it mm-hmm. to the point where she wrote something to me in a text that I literally was like, "Stop that! You cannot write that." What did she write? And I'm not gonna. Nothing at all. I mean, if we're airing this, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> right. Uh, and I was like, "You can't do that." Uh, and her response is like, I have nothing to hide. Like, I said, Big Brother is always watching. Right. And she wrote, she doubled down. And, and I was like, no, stop it. Don't, like, and then I'm... Yeah, complicit. I'm not yeah. even complicit. I said, don't do that. <laughs> right. But I'm still like... Yeah, you can't say... And, uh, and her response is, I don't know in what world she doesn't think that they're watching. <laughs> right, exactly. No, they, they've got eyes everywhere. And if so... you didn't watch Snowden, you need to watch Snowden for me. Well, that's what gave it to me, because I'm looking at these things, and there's, like, buzzwords. Yeah. Um, well, I, I was sitting... Uh, text about the rest games because he's going to hit a bomb right here and I put the bomb logo and I go well I'm talking about way worse than that well I know but I'm just saying but in my head I'm thinking they probably have something that triggers that where if somebody puts a bomb logo it triggers something where they lost you're like well I mean oh he's talking about the rest game yeah my friend went a call uh, call to action and I was like don't do that right like no right so Um, so that that's an, so it was just a very wild evening, and I went home depressed, and then I woke up and watched the rest, and made me depressed again. <laughs> and I was like, "I'm sorry, you're on the third floor." <laughs> God, um, very high up, um, very high up. Uh, but yeah, so I think at the end of the day, I, after many conversations with friends, neither of them did well, and no one's really happy with the choices. Right. Um, I'm fine with it because, like I've explained to many people, look, there's a lot of, like, my age group is not going to be happy with Joe Biden because it's just a very, he's moderate, mm-hmm. and he's kind of like... Center. I remember that point. And I, I think he appeals more to a center base, which mm-hmm. I think we need a center base right. to win. And the, the, so the person I had dinner with, I, uh, she's an independent, you know, and she voted for Gary like I did. Last, you know, I go, this is the only time I've ever voted was for Gary, and that's because he was going to legalize everything. Um... And I said, follow that up with, you're an independent, I'm an independent. I said, if we don't get more people that understand that you can't be extreme blue and you can't be extreme red, and we got to be purple. We've got we to figure out how to get in the middle. Because that's where, until, you're, until we get more people understanding that you can't have it this way or that sure. way, and that's the way we're sure. gonna, you want people to live their lives, there's got to be a happy medium where everybody so can come together. So let me ask you, how do you think we're going to get there? How, how can we get there? 
well, you'd have to start. I mean, I don't even know if you can get there. I mean, that's no, uh, the question is how do you take steps to get there? I'm asking you a very hard question, right? And you're going to get what you're going to get. I mean, I that, that that is where you need to get to as far as like what actually needs to happen as far so, as like disbanding the well, first of all, what you need to do is you need to cut term limits on. Senate and Congress. You've got to keep those guys. Well, so I'm like, not even no. talking about. I'm talking about like a real situation. The only way to swing the pendulum back to the other side is not to push it further, but to go towards a more center base, someone who can. And I know right. they've all said that they can work. That's why I was a pro Biden over a Bernie. That's why I was pro Biden over because he is more uh, towards uh, the over Pete Buttigieg, which I don't think the country's ready for uh, for for a gay man to be in the president. I think they're getting there though. They may. Yeah. And I actually think that Kamala Harris is doing enough to like show that she's 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 like a good speaking. She's intelligent. She's showing well in this. And to the fact that I would somebody says like she's more socialist than Joe. Yeah, and I, I had the same friend who was Republican who's going to vote for Biden or who didn't vote for Trump last time. She was not a fan of Kamala as, as the vice president. Right. And I thought it was a great pick. Um, so that was interesting to me. Um, but I think my my response is, in order for us to get back, or in order to go towards this, we can't keep pushing further from one side and I think that's what Donald Trump is he is a pusher to the extreme right because he doesn't care about what he's pushing he just cares about winning right he's a he, he only cares about himself and I don't think he is an ideal like he may do good things and his party may vote for him because they're they want to get voted back in but that's where we're losing mm-hmm. for um, sure so now it's definitely gonna be interesting next uh, several weeks to see how this all plays out, but uh, what else do we so, have? So you're voting for Biden? <laughs> you know, uh, popcorn. What if I? What if I make you popcorn? <laughs> what if we do two shows a week? Two shows a week. I'm gonna bri- I, Like I'm not. Le- I'm not too low to bribe. I, I do uh, appreciate. Well, and you know, and I got into it with my parents about it. They were, you know, mom had the number for me to, to call to register to vote, and I said, you know, it, eventually I was kind of like played it, downplayed it, and then they kept pushing. I go, listen, I'm not fucking. Voting. You know, I got. I got living. I said, you know, I'm a, I'm a proud independent. I go, I'm not go, going for either one of these guys. And the only time I voted was four years ago. It was for Gary. You know, I gave the whole the whole spiel, and they finally backed down and said, all right, don't go. Don't go. Well, you can get living with me because I'm going to keep pushing. <laughs> um, so, so uh, are we ready for Tom's pick of the week? To pick my pick of the week? Uh, yeah, a couple of different things I was going to talk about, but. Um, I guess we'll just kind of roll into my Netflix show. My, um, I think some I've heard of, some people watch this already, but it's the uh, documentary about the Challenger. Okay. And you, and you said you didn't remember. I don't really know okay. particularly much about so it. So in 1986, I was in fifth grade, and I was in my classroom. There's 22 of us in there because it's a small parochial school, Catholics, and uh, teacher at the time, Charlene Boggs, rolled in a TV. Turn the TV on to whatever the national news was. And we Good watched. old days when they rolled TVs in. Exactly. And that's how they opened up the show. That's how they opened the documentary. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and, uh, you know, flip it on. And we're watching the, the <clears throat> space shuttle getting shot up into, into outer space. And about a minute and a half in, it blows up. Oh, I think, it, yes. So. You're sitting there as a kid. <laughs> you're like, Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So basically, it's a documentary that goes back and just talks to everybody that was involved, family members. It's pretty sad. It's it's incredibly sad. 
and they talked to the companies that were making the rocket boosters and and they basically said yeah we we pretty much told NASA the night before that they shouldn't launch. The temperature was too low. The, they were already having problems with the rings around the, the rocket boosters. It had already been showing wear and tear because what would happen? Uh, they would they would go up in the you know air so far, and then they you know, the rocket boosters would fly, fly off, and they would land in the ocean. They go pick them back up, and they use them again because I guess you know they can't just keep making rocket boosters over and over because they're so big or whatever. Yeah, but they were noticing that each after each launch they were getting a lot more wear and tear and the guy one of the guys and they noticed it was really bad after you know a, a cold launch when the temperature was like below freezing uh, for an extended period of time and um, they're like yeah we should not do this uh, but there was somebody at NASA that was kind of your, your, your data is inconclusive this that and the other thing sure shit you know it, it just blows up it just blows up so, the, so did they interview like people like you or like a they talked to student? no they talked to students they talked to like because the you know that was the whole thing was that the teacher was going up in space um chris i think it was crystal mccullough 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 it was her name something you know you google google it you know you get what you get here but um exactly she it's, was you your know, friend would be disappointed R. that you don't know <laughs> yeah yeah r.i.p but uh you know she was picked like 10 10 or eleven thousand people or teachers because reagan was like i want to teach her to go go up into space and learn and yeah learn and teach and learn and then come she back she learned and, a lot she got I mean she, she got learned wrong, uh, about wrong, 30 seconds of uh, wrong place wrong time but Billy Joel um, told her that she didn't start the fire yeah I mean it was terrible but um, because then because then there's all the people like the family members that are on the ground that are like they're like oh, okay you know the, the, the wives of the, the astronauts and the, and the parents and the sister it's, and everybody's just it's, it's it's like you look up the sky and boom that's, that's it now did you ever have an ambition or do you have an ambition to go in space none dude not I, I, zero it took me I, I didn't want to go on a water slide for years I mean I is it like a height thing I, yeah height thing I don't I thought we'd go you know I'm just not I love thrill, I, I am not a thrill seeker well I just don't see what the point like what are you going to go up there and do nothing just I'm sure float? it's magnificent and I will look at the pictures. That's great. Back. Like the pictures are great. Like I've watched the videos. I've watched the movies. That's also great. Right. It seems lonely at times. Well, and that's that's what they wanted. NASA back in the eighties uh, was doing so many of these uh, trips because they wanted it to become commonplace. Where you know it would be almost like taking a Delta flight is where they wanted it to go. Well, that's where we're going to Mars soon. They have water up there. Uh, <laughs> they just found water up there again. Good for them. Yeah. But uh, I don't yeah. think I'll be going to Mars. That, uh, well, I'll tell you what. If Donald Trump gets elected, I'll get elected. <laughs> um, Did you see? Uh, so it was a good documentary. It was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your Netflix pick of the week. My Netflix pick of the week. Just because I like to learn things. Because I, I want to tell you, TV. a couple weeks ago, you had made a suggestion on a pick of the week on Cobra Kai. I did. Which is the... Uh, it sounds like you took 30 took years that. later. Well, what else do you do for 26 hours when you're fasting and not working? <laughs> so I watched like 12 episodes. And, and they're I, quick hitters. And they're, they're great. <laughs> it's literally everything you want in life. It's like cheesy, did you watch, it's funny. Did you watch the original uh, Karate Kid? Uh, I mean, I lived on the original Karate Kid. Okay, like, okay. All, like, I actually think all great movies were in the 80s. So <laughs> if I had a top 10, Karate Kid would be up there. Ghostbusters will be up there. Back to the Future will be up there. Major <laughs> League is up there. Yeah. Beverly Hills Cops up there. Oh, okay. So those are the movies I grew up with. Right. Uh, also, I had an older brother, but <laughs> Karate Kid was definitely like it's a movie that I will watch once or twice a year. Really? Oh yeah, just like love I've it. I've only seen like twice, maybe. Shocking. Yeah. And like 
like every like flashback was like perfectly done, <laughs> and I love that they look old and like leathery and they look like they do in real life. A hundred percent. And it's almost like this is like their show is like a mirror of the redemption story of the Karate Kid people. It's like yeah. we can succeed, and the storyline is so good. It's, it's so, so good, cheesy, cheesy, <laughs> funny. Like they kind of make fun of themselves, right? Um, you know, and they showed that uh, you know Danielson was kind of a, kind of was a, kind of a prick at times. He was, but I, you know what's interesting about Danielson is that like. I keep wanting to root for uh, Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> a lot of drunk driving. Uh, I mean, Johnny, he do, Johnny Lawrence. He, like, could, he could be a client. <laughs> I, I threw my card at him, um, and uh, I, I keep rooting for him. But I, I also like see. I know that they're doing the two sides of the story, but then Danielson keeps coming back with like being actually a good guy. Oh sure, for, yeah, that, that, that's how they spin it back around. You know, so. I thought, it, like, when I originally heard the story, it was like how Daniel's son was kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. He's never really a dick. He just... He kind of a little bit, you know, yeah. as much as he can be, right? He's still... Right, right, right. You know, you know so... Gotta be the hero so, the uh, so, bravo to your, your Netflix uh, pick of the week from a few weeks ago. Thank you, thank you. Um, and, uh, yeah. I think if I watched anything else... Uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm knee-deep in Big Brother. I'm a huge Big Brother Seriously, it's my it's my guilty pleasure. Literally, I didn't it's know my guilty pleasure. Watched Big Brother. I'm not gonna deny it. You know what? I'm not one like a super fan. Like I know all the characters, but I definitely watched to what to see how they interact and like they, they they connive, a lot of conniving in Big Brother. A lot of like here, I'm I'm your Strategies friend. I'm your friend. Like, you know, I really don't even know friends. the premise of Big Brother. Basically, it's sort of like a survivor. It's, it's all indoors. It's in the house. Yeah, and, and that's where I. And they have contests. That's where shit. I would thrive. I would not thrive in the woods or the. Well, I wanted the, the to do Survivor because of Elizabeth Hasselbeck, who was not Hasselbeck. <laughs> I was in love with her, and then she became Elizabeth Hasselbeck, and was obnoxious on like one of those views, and then I was like, I gave up on Survivor after that. Was was that because of the Seahawks connection, or was that? No, I literally was in like high school and I fell in love with her when she wore like a bandana as her like entire shirt <laughs> and I just was like you're so gorgeous so this is so cool um, yeah so so what's up with this uh, this girl you went golfing with is it, is this it girl used to work with and she picked up her grandfather still like in his 80s and plays so she takes uh, time oh, that's right you did say that and uh, her dad Any, plays anything anything brewing there I don't think so um, seems to be pretty platonic. You know, we have not talked about babes on the show. Since well, you know, we don't. I don't think this this deck scores a lot of babes. I don't think this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't we have to change that? Well, you know, that's what we we're doing. We do not show. score a lot of babes. Uh, what did I say? One of my goals was. Uh, I forget. It, what was it to like for each of us to have like uh, I can't remember. So, so my goal was to be somebody's exception. Uh, uh, or whatever, like the, the hall pass. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that is a goal. Yeah. I did go with a, with a lady friend to an hour drive to have one of the world's largest ice cream sundaes at Terry's Grocery, which is probably 50 minutes. Which, which way of an hour? Like north, south, east, west? So literally you go past Batavia, okay. like 40 miles. Okay. Out on 32. like a like on fifty and first we, we did fifty fifty two to fifty two to something. I don't know. Did you go like through New Richmond, then Neville, then Higginsport, or did you go I through like remember. Batavia to uh, wherever the hell else? We that went would be? like Claremont County. Okay. And then went out that way, and then took like a road. 
Um, and it's because you go about that far, you're, you're getting close to like my my stopping grounds. Is it really? Yeah. Is that close to? I grew up in Aberdeen. Went to. Uh, is that close to Aberdeen? I don't know. What? I don't either. I don't know where you were. Uh, you got to tell. I me. could tell you right now. <laughs> Lynch- Lynchburg. Lynchburg. No, that's for the north. Okay. Well, I'm, I was on the river. We were in Lynchburg, and so it's a place called Terry's Grocery. Okay. And it looks like a gas station, mm-hmm. and you go in the back, and there. Show me the picture. Uh, it was pretty pretty uh, impressive. Right, and when we have a video blog, we'll have like an ability to show you it. <laughs> and it's probably, I want to say, from like the bottom of my stomach to the top of my chest, with like three donuts in it. Three donuts. Yeah, and they were good donuts. It's got to be. I said two thousand. Might be three thousand. Three thousand. And so we drove all the way out there, and she's a big COVID freak. And when I say COVID freak, she's just like freaked out about COVID. Um, so we had to take my mom's car with she's the top the down. People mass. She's not we took the top down. It was like this temperature tonight, which was a little chilly. It is a little chilly. Once again, I forgot a uh, jacket. Oh, wow. Really smart. So, so it was a nice little day. It was good. All right. Um, that's cool. It's a long, long game with her. That's fine. <laughs> the longest of games. Um, yeah. And then, and then I've got my San Diego ladies coming to visit. Oh, yeah. When's that? She keeps saying it's either going to be like the first week of November or mid-December. And asking a San Diego girl to come here then is crazy, but she suggested it. I thought uh, she had ties to work out here. She does. Okay. She wants to come visit just to hang out also. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and, uh, Will she stay here or downtown? Or? She'll, stay with, she'll stay here. Okay. She'll stay, she and her friend. Okay. Nice. Um, and so there are one for each of us. We'll have them on. <laughs> hey, hello. There's. We'll have them on the, the episode one night, and she'll have a lot to talk about. <laughs> Might have be a two-hour episode. Oh, uh, could be. I mean, uh, she is a Trump supporter. Oh, okay. I don't talk politics. Gotcha. Because I get annoyed. Yeah, you would be. There's quite a few female Trump supporters out in the world. I get shocked. <laughs> I don't get that whatsoever. So. Um, so that's probably like the lady situation at this moment, and I'm trying to think what else is popular. What's going on in the world? I'm trying to think what else happened. Um, got anything going on this weekend of, of note? You know, not particularly. It's, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think because I had a big, big month. They're letting fans in the Bengals game. That's, that's what I wanted to ask you. Actually, you just read my mind. My question to you is this: If you had an opportunity to go to a sporting event, would you? And 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 fuck yeah. Fit? I went, to, I went to Tin Roof. Yeah. Bad question by me. <laughs> uh, I don't know that I'm ready to go to a sporting event with uh, like crazy people. Yeah. I just went. I mean, I, I'd probably wear my mask, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Probably, maybe not. I just hung out with a friend of mine who had a wedding a month ago, or six weeks ago, and the entire wedding party had COVID. Got COVID. Really? At the wedding. Yeah. No, it's, it's it brings you back to Nor- It brings you back to world. Right. It brings you back. It no, it's says, definitely out there. It's like it's out there. Yeah. Um, so she was like, her dad was sick for a while. She thinks that her brother gave it because she has a son, and the son was like... Is this your lady friend that we went to... No, a no. different person. Okay. It's a, like a cohort in work. Yeah. Um, and yeah. she had her wedding, and uh, she's a lady friend. Um and, like, I guess her niece was there, and everyone was picking up the niece, and the niece had, like, you know, boogers and all that. Uh, you know, like, you know, kids are kids. That's why I don't have any. Yeah, well, I have zero kids, <laughs> also. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So. Um, you know what I haven't talked about, and I could, I could call at least three to five minutes with this, is uh, 
my my Wim Hofing. I'm still Wim Hofing uh, quite a bit with the. Explain to the explain to our guy what Wim Hof. Yeah, uh, so, so Wim Hof was. Um, uh, I saw him on Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, uh, Netflix special, which was another. Uh, that's definitely more lady driven, but I, I just want to see what they, they were up to. But um, of course you don't. <laughs> what are your what are you girls talking about? <laughs> Um, and so Wim Hof was on like second episode and he, they, they call him the Iceman and basically he's got these uh, cold water and uh, breathing therapies that he does that are supposed to be just tremendous for your uh, just immunity and uh, mental health um, so I do- kind of dove into it and I, and I found him on Rogan listened to him for about an hour on Rogan just kind of like what he was talking about and some of the stuff he was saying made sense and they did like a, a trial. Okay, what would like go into what was what were they talking about? They, they were talking about like he he can go uh, like underwater for like four okay. for, in freezing water for like three or four. So his minutes. method is like to go underwater and well, it just just cold ice cold water. Like okay. It, so I've been doing the cold showers, and I can, literally can't get out of a shower without doing at least two to three minutes of it, like as cold as. Do you start a shower in like hot and then make start it a start a shower hot and then I go to the cold and does then it wake your it must wake your ass up it wakes your ass up but it also uh, is you know it's, it's, it's therapeutic I mean, like I've been playing more golf than I ever have and, and uh, you feel great feel great and then the, the breathing um, you're basically uh, doing reps and you do thirty uh, or so you know deep breath exhales. You know 30 times and then you hold it after your last exhale you hold your breath for as long as you can and I can hold my breath for like two to three minutes um, when I'm really going or whatever it's pretty impressive yeah and then you do it so long that basically you're you start to I haven't done it yeah you definitely feel like your you know your ears will take your, your right. ring or whatever it's like that as if your whole body's ringing because you've got so much oxygen in your body, and that's the that's the theory behind it, is that your body doesn't get the amount of oxygen it, re- it truly needs from just regular breathing. So doing these exercises really like changes your pH balance and builds your immunity. And kind of the same with the has this been like scientifically proven? Or? Yes. Well, yeah. And that, that's what I was, that's what I was kind of building up to. It's like back in the nineties, maybe um, they they put him to the test and. They had 24 people, 12, they, and all 24 they gave this virus that would make them all sick. The 12 that followed his um, breathing, and I don't know if they were doing cold water too, but definitely the breathing, didn't get sick. And the 12 that didn't, all got sick. And to the person. So they're like, okay, and they've done other tests. But yeah, so it's kind of been proven that it's really good for your so body. So why, why isn't this like widely spread as an because it's Because it's kind of, you know, it's hokey and he's, he's trying to get it out there. He's, but he, you, know, you can get into the program. You, uh, I'm doing all like the free stuff, but you can pay like two, three, four, five hundred dollars to do like the real, you know, go on these retreats. I'm on like a Facebook group and there's like, I mean, there's thousands of people Seriously. that do this. Um, it's just not like spread, you know, where it's like millions, but it could get there. I mean, I could be like on the How ground. long has this been going on? Since the 90s? Since his whole group. I don't know when the group actually started, but I would say probably the 2000, early 2000s at least. Um, I don't, and I would have to check my phone and see how many people were actually in the group uh, on Facebook. But they show people, you know, going, and most of them are Europeans, to be honest with you. Um, but there's definitely Sounds a like a very European. It's very European. No, well, he's European. He, um, but he, he like, he like, you know, climbs mountains in shorts 
You know? That's crazy. It is. It is. Literally climbing a mountain in shorts. I can't even climb a mountain <laughs> in like. Uh, I don't even know. Right. Um, so I've been doing that, and uh, you know, and to be honest with you, knock on wood, I've been feeling great. That's great. That's great. Keep strong. Knock Whatever on. we have to do. Knock so my my method is like, if it's in a pill form, I, I take it. I've got like multivitamins. Right. Not multi, like vitamins without the multi. I've got D's. I got C's. I got airborne. I've got. Right. So my 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 nightly routine is like my daily and nightly routine is to load up on the vitamins. Uh, and so I feel like I, this is the most vitamins I've ever taken in my life. So I probably have all the nutrients. <laughs> and I also has like your piss is bright. Oh, it's green, great. yellow. It's great. Like <laughs> there are days where I'm just like, uh, you know, I don't even know what's happening, but it feels great. Um, and then a couple weeks ago, a friend of mine, and like you and I both killed it during COVID in the sense that we're the few people that lost weight. Not like there's a group of us that just like. Some people drank and gained, and there was a group of people that took it as an opportunity to work on themselves and like work out. I definitely did. You definitely did. Yeah, definitely sure. lost like 35, 40 pounds, and and then I hit a wall at the beginning of summer, and and a couple weeks ago, my friend suggested I join this uh, beach body. Okay. Uh, which is pretty intense stuff. It's like thirty minutes a day, and they change it from like arms to core to to legs to like. Uh, circuit training every day mm-hmm. um, sweating my little ass off <laughs> it's a big ass and you, but, and you just do it here or you do where you go do it so sometimes I'll go up to the top of the park I'll like walk I bought a weighted vest it's weird not okay. fast but like I'm, I'm trying to shift the game a little bit I like it um, granted you and I started our walks this is how it all started yeah, um, yeah we, uh, I'd say we went on four or five solid walks yeah right? we could do that again coming up yeah um, and so like walks. Fitness has become a big uh, thing, so I'm trying this out for three weeks, um, and then see how you know. Clearly, it's a Ponzi-like pyramid scheme because she like introduced me to her friend who was a coach, and if I join her team, and then like if I have other people join, and I got like got free, like I had to pay 150 dollars. Oh, gotcha. And I got the shakes, and I got the weights, and I got the it's thing, the and I got the thing. <laughs> and I know it's clearly bullshit, but I'm like, if I spend this money, I'm going to do it. And right. Let's see how it works. So. Yeah, there you go. Um, but luck. I just don't want to get into this thing. Maybe I'll just cancel my credit card now. So I don't, to, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to like keep getting like the recurring payments. I like that. Um, oh, I had a thought. Of, I had this thought that I uh, should brought earlier when we were taking a, talking about the mask deal. And how the CD? And I had this thought about how the oh, CDC. We could, talk, we could bring that back to the debate because that was an interesting debate topic. So, the CDC truly messed up. If the CDC would have told just the, this one little white lie, if they would have said the coronavirus, you will, you personally will not get the virus if you wear the mask, right? If you're right. Protecting yourself instead of you know you're protecting you're you're uh, right. keeping. You know, protecting others. Because right, it's like you're doing it out of respect to someone else. And there are people like, but if someone was like, hey, you won't get it if you wear it, they, then a lot more people. Well, shit, let's go back in time. <laughs> that would have been the smartest thing ever. Right. Because and it, it, it gets, I, I equate it to the seatbelt. People, you know, there's probably there's some light bitching about the seatbelt law, but literally, people are told, you wear the seatbelt because it protects you. In a car, car wreck, right. it's going to protect your life. I'm bad at seatbelts sometimes, really not smart. Right. No, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm because they ding, right? Because nowadays all the cars right, ding right, or right. some type of annoying uh, feature that, that makes you put the seatbelt on. But, um, yeah, 
that literally you will get fined by the government. And like nobody really bitches about that, right? No. Because it will protect them. So what if we like go out there and tell the CDC to like reseminate the idea <laughs> and like, look, we've done a lot of research and 99% success rate if you wear a mask you will not get COVID <laughs> right. and then we're going to see this like jump of like masks right. and then in six months we'll be done with this shit I just want it to be over I'm tired of it I'm tired of like not like wanting to eat inside or right. uh, you know I'm tired of like questioning every single human being I'm around and I don't know it's, it's getting old quick uh, and I think well, that was what because, people, the, because when you walk in because I, you know, I'm, I'm out and about more than you are and you walk in like halfway through you, and you got, you're putting your mask on and by the time you get to the fucking table you're, you're already there and you know, then you leave and you're like oh I got to put a mask on and you're already out halfway out the door I mean it's a joke it's, well it's it's a joke because in the sense of me like if you're inside and you, like you for you to put a mask on inside only for you to take it off to eat and then to put it back on and like you're still breathing the same damn air <laughs> right and like is it because you don't want to like breathe on someone else I think that's what they're like well yeah it's the six feet well, yeah you know like whatever I've been I've been inside of plenty of places where I walked through and I've been inside like I actually went to Madtree a few weeks ago and they do a nice job but I mean like I'm getting more comfortable being in places I just don't know that I want to sit in a crowded room of human beings like <laughs> today my buddy and I wanted to watch the Reds game somewhere to start the game and we went down to like beat ups and I walked in and I was like it's an outside scene and she's like no and I looked around there's like 150 people in this room like, <laughs> I called my buddy I was like hell no no I don't want to be I don't like it's not Abort. because Abort. I just don't trust these human beings right um on the same token like uh I mean, like, I walked in, and, like, that was the choice that I made, but, I, you know, like, being in somewhere for, like, an extended period, I think, is the part that gets to me. Well, so. that, well that's that's when you're at most risk, is when you're extended, you know, around somebody for, uh, you just popping in and popping out, you, you're not really exposed to it long enough. You have to be around it, they, you know, you have to be in the same vicinity of the virus for a while. That's right. The, that's the... So, I don't know. Plus but again, one. if I'm in that situation, this is another little thing that I do, is that alcohol. If, if I'm, like, the, that night I went to Tin Roof, I came home, and I was at least cognizant enough to do my hydrogen peroxide swish. And I think that helps. Hydro, hydrogen peroxide. I will, I will uh, gargle hydrogen well, so peroxide. So I do, like, this, I'll shower, I will, like, I have so many of those, like, uh, sanitizers. I actually have sprayed myself with sanitizer, uh, like, sure. in the face. <laughs> in the fucking face. Well, they make fun of me at work, because I'll, I'll put a little... And this is before. This is pre-COVID. I used to do this just to protect myself from like regular colds and flus. I would just take take a little bottle of uh, the the Purell and go, you know, put it on my tongue <laughs> like I was dropping acid. Right. <laughs> it's like cleaning the body. Right. Cleaning the body. Like, I'm not drinking the whole bottle. I'm just a little dab. So, well, I think that probably does it for this week. Does that wrap it up this week? It does wrap it up this week. Um, it was a little chilly. I think that you know. Next time I'll wear uh, appropriate stuff. I did have a hoodie on, but it, the microphone didn't work very well. We had some technical issues. So do you have any closing uh, thoughts for this week? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, uh, you know, take care of yourself and each other. Hashtag Jerry Springer. Hashtag Jerry. Jerry, Jerry. And uh, be kind to one another. That's hashtag Ellen. <laughs> except, one, your, except your uh, employees. Yeah, except for your employees. <laughs> one day we will think of our own uh, I don't know. Maybe I will. All right, signing off. Have a good week.